This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, it's David Averin with the Customer Experience Advantage Podcast. So, how do you promote your business? Build a personal brand that draws customers and clients to you and draws the attention of major television networks. Well, my guest today says that you have to change your approach. You need to be the show and not the ad. I'm talking to Los Angeles real estate wonderkind and media personality, Ivan Estrada, about the strategy and perseverance it takes to stand out in one of the most competitive marketplaces in America. It's David Avern with the Customer Experience Advantage podcast back in 20 seconds. You're listening to the Customer Experience Advantage podcast with David Averin, featuring candid conversations with some of the most influential leaders in business today. Sit back and listen in, or feel free to watch the video version online. This is the Customer Experience Advantage podcast, and here's David Averin. Today's kind of a cool show because this is a guy, I don't think he even knows that I've seen him before because my wife and I are, are nuts for all of these home improvement shows and the staging shows. And then of course, uh, we aspire to being able to acquire some point, you know, seven, $8 million LA listings, not really, but it's really, uh, it's really entertaining, isn't it? Watching like uh, million dollar listings and things like that. But when you think about some really tough marketplaces to compete, I mean, you think what you do is tough. Can you imagine the competitive marketplace in the greater Los Angeles area, Hollywood and others as well, uh, in trying to not just sell real estate, but to attract the attention of those who are looking to buy and sell? Our guest today uh, is a young guy who is just killing it out there. Ivan Estradas with us. Ivan, before you say anything, let me, uh, <clears throat> I'll do a quick introduction for you as well. He's an inspirational business leader, a top real estate producer in the Los Angeles metro area, produces a large portfolio of video content, including his popular YouTube series, Real Estate Minute. He's got a podcast. He's been featured on NBC's Open House, HGTV, House Hunter, HGTV's House Hunters, Bravo, um, The Million Dollar Listing, uh, as well as LA Times, Forbes, Hollywood Reporter. And he has a brand new book out called Brand with Purpose. Ivan, welcome to the show. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me. You know, there's a lot of people when they're they're young in the business that they, they've got the mentors and others who tell them, listen, you've got a lot of potential. You've been killing it early on. Tell me a little bit, tell all of us about your journey that got you to where you are. Uh, and then I want to really delve into some of the tools that you use to, to amplify your message, to the intentionality behind the brand that you're building because it really does require that to attract the attention of the right kind of buyers and sellers and clients. So tell us a little bit about where you came from. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was born, raised in Los Angeles. Uh, my mom and dad are from Mexico, immigrants, uh, dad, janitor, mom, seamstress. Um, I uh, grew up in Eagle Rock, 
for those people who know Pasadena, Glendale, Burbank, it's in that area. Um, after high school, actually, let me let me track back. I was in the entertainment industry for a while as a kid, as a teenager in the Latin world. I was signed to a record contract. And so I had a lot of experience there of, you know, the work ethic and being a brand, uh, you know, a music as a, brand. As a singer. As a singer. Yes. Okay. Singer songwriter. Yeah. Cool. And um, after that phase, I ended up going to USC, Marshall School of Business, Leventhal School of Accounting, graduated, uh, went on to work at a public, a big public accounting firm in downtown, got my CPA license, um, did that for like close to three and a half years. It definitely wasn't what I thought it would be, at least for me, but I think the the amount of knowledge and expertise and just like the work ethic that I got from working 80 to 100 hours a week was invaluable for for me in real estate and right. now it's and as a um, cpa it's a lot of hours crunching numbers oh yeah it's crunching numbers but the thing about being a cpa in the audit world was i could see what these multi-million billion dollar companies were doing to be successful and how they got there right because my job as an auditor was to be able to find the holes in their systems and processes so i had to go from inception all the way to where are they now and where do they want to go so that knowledge that i acquired of, of how to build a business and how to maintain and grow a business was what helped me in the real estate world in all honesty um and so now i've been in the business 13 years here in Los Angeles. Um, like David said, you know, my first book, Brand with Purpose, out Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, uh, Hudson's. I mean, it's out everywhere. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's, God, it's, it's a very special time in my life right now, just because I feel that all the dreams and, and all that hard work that I think, you know, eight, 10 years ago, I saw myself when I was struggling working as a waiter at night for three years, for my first three years in real estate, or maybe four, I think, um, this is what I saw in my dreams. This is what I saw in my vision. And this is what I saw happening as long as I worked my butt off every single day um, and just paid my dues. Sure. So, but listen, beyond the work ethic, any, anytime you get a book, and I'm fortunate to have, have penned uh, several of them at this point, it is the culmination of what you've learned. People who write books at 18, 19 years old, what the hell do you know, right? I mean, they've, they've got a lot of, you know, ambition or maybe a lesson or they're writing something on, on the environment or something. This is, this is a reflection of what you've learned through those years and through a lot of trial and error. And there's a lot of people who get into real estate um, who are waiting tables and continue to wait tables or they go and they leave, but you've been able to do it, but you've done it in a really unique way in terms of tapping a lot of the current vehicles and venues, video and otherwise. Tell us a little bit about what you learned, what didn't work and, and where the aha moment came. So it was a lot of trial and error. Um, when I got in the business, it was all about the cold calling. It was all about the scripts. It was about the door knocking. Um, it was about the flyers. It was about what people understood worked at that time. And uh, I did it. You know, I, I, I went down and I actually started I would say warm calling all the alumni at USC because I thought, wait, we went to the same school. There's a lot of doctors, lawyers, people in finance. Sure. Let me build a relationship with everyone there. Um, and so I, I did all of that. I, I door knocked for years. Um, I just realized that that wasn't the the process that I wanted for myself that I enjoyed, right? Because in order to be successful at anything, you need to enjoy the journey and you need to enjoy the process. And I just wasn't. 
And I thought there has to be other ways on how I can get to where I need to go using the gifts that I already have and the things that I like to do. And for me, it was the biggest thing was video. Um, you know, coming from the entertainment industry as a kid, being in front of a camera, I, it always allowed me to really open up, I would say, my soul and to really show who I was, like the vulnerability of who Ivan was and how passionate I was about design, about real estate, about furniture, about the environment, about technology. And so when I found an opportunity on YouTube and, and at the time there was only, you know, a handful of agents who were putting out video content, but they were just talking about the real estate market. Check. When, when are we talking about here? When you first delving into uh, 12 years ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Really 12 early, years ago. Really yeah. There, early days. there was no Instagram. There was the face, there was Facebook and YouTube. And so I thought there's an opportunity for me to go on YouTube and create my own show. I, at that time, I believe season one or season two of million dollar listing was out. Now they're like, 11 or 12 or 13 sure. seasons. Um, and so I thought I'm just going to, I propped up my own camera. I went on YouTube, figured out how to use the mic, how to use iMovie so that I can edit my own videos. Yeah. And so I just, I created my own scripts. I knew how to be in front of a camera. I knew how to transfer information to people in the most authentic way. And honestly, video was what made me I would say a real estate star in my community because no one else was doing it. And so it took a while for people to catch up. Um, but after, you know, once people actually started doing it, my clients, my community, my mentors, other agents around the country already knew Ivan from the real estate minute or Ivan, the guy who does the videos. Um, that's what was what helped me stand out. And the more and more I did these videos, obviously, like the more comfortable and confident I became because I realized I found something that I was passionate about and that was working. And also it was something that was becoming like the, the, I guess the kryptonite of real estate of being able to get to that next level and be able to really grow and expand your reach without, you know, putting in so much time on that one-on-one, -on -one, which is still important, but it was like, how can I duplicate myself, right? right? Like, how can I split myself and expand myself? And the only way to do that was through video. Listen, I think you make a really good point. I think it's a lot of things that, that um, entrepreneurs ultimately come to recognize, you know, so much we, we grow up in business with the old adage of it's not, it's not who you know, it's, it's who knows, or it's, it's all about who you know, right? It's all about who you know. But how do you scale those individual ones? That's what drove my first, as I point to the right one, my first book, which was, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. You walk and you knock on doors. You're talking to people one-on-one. -on -one. It's great for connection. It's great for building a relationship. But how do you scale that? You have finite hours in the day, right? And so being able to create content that reaches thousands or potentially millions uh, is how we scale individuals, right? Human resources. Um, but today, let's look at today. I mean, there's a lot of people who everybody's creating their own channels. They have, uh, you know, TikTok, Instagram stars, which of course will be fleeting when they grow up or whatever that is. But how has your content grown and how have you continued to grow that and compete uh, and be effective in building your business with the videos that you create? So the content has grown. It's pretty much, it's happened on its own in an organic way. For example, the real estate minute is something that we do weekly. We, we do them 
once every three months, we like to batch them up together because I think when, especially in real estate, you get so busy and things are thrown at you left and right that every three, every quarter we would figure out, okay, what, what are some hot topics that people really want to know about um, that we think are going to be relevant in the next three months? And so we, we would shoot the real estate minute. We throw them out there once a week on all platforms. And that's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, my uh, a blog, my website. Um, and then we have the vertical version for TikTok and Reels. Um, and then we also have another pair of content. Like I do the community videos, um, which are you know, overproduced, but they really show the heart and soul of all the cities that I work in. Um, and then we did something called the top questions asked where, um, you know, I got the top 30, uh, the top 20 questions for sellers, buyers, renters, and investors and answered those. And now what we're doing to take it to the next level for next year, because reels and TikTok, like vertical video is such a prominent thing was, yeah. You know, I'm very proud of being Mexican and my roots and, um, you know, cafecito or coffee is something that is such a relevant term in the Latin world. Anytime you talk about business or family or something personal, people say, let's talk about it over a cafecito. So what we're going to be doing is there's Ivan's real estate cafecito, which we start uh, filming in two weeks. It goes out in January and we're literally going out into the streets. We're going out to Hollywood and Highland. We're going to the third street promenade in Santa Monica. We're going to downtown and we're asking people questions or having people ask me questions in the studio real time live while I answer their questions. And these we're going to be feeding into, like I said, TikTok, the reels. Um, and it's, you know, something different. I, I don't, I, Anytime I do any video content, I look at what others are doing and I go in the opposite direction because I don't want to do what everyone else is doing because then that's, it doesn't make me or my content or what I'm putting out there as a brand special, right? right. But, 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 but let me ask you a question because, because a little, that's a little contrarian, right? There is from an SEO perspective, you want to make sure that you're, you're talking about things that are being searched. Mm -hmm. right? Some common subjects. Uh, we know that the social media platforms will elevate discussion items and content that is in line with other things that are being discussed. How do you walk the line between content that is current and relevant and timely and something that's so unique that uh, it may not SEO very well? You know, I, I have to be honest, I sometimes don't even think of that. I think of um, I go with my gut. I go with my gut. Like we do go online and cause I have to be smart about what I'm putting out there. Cause obviously sure. I want as many eyeballs on my content as possible. And sometimes we do go with that and we, and we go online. Um, I know that my assistant who's not here today, but she's incredible. There's a site that we use where we actually see what people are searching online. That's not available. And so then we fill in those holes ourselves. Um, but then there's other pieces of content that, that are part of what I enjoy and part of my brand. Sure. And those are things that I do. So it's like, it's serving my client. Right. But at the same time, it's, it's reinforcing what the Ivan Estrada brand is. And that also brings in a different audience, right? So it, it brings in different audiences from different areas. And I think it just kind of all culminates together without me being so strategic about it because right. I used to be super strategic about the numbers and this and that. And when I wasn't getting the results that I wanted based on the science or the data, 
I'd become very upset. And I thought this was all for nothing. This was awful. We should have gotten this count. I should have got clients from this. I should have got more views. I should have got this. I should have got that. And then you go into this ego state about me, 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 me. And then it kind of, it, then it kind of destroys what you're actually, why you're actually doing what you're doing. Right. Well, but I think you also bring up an even more important point is that as you're building a personal brand, it's it's got to be you. It's got to be your content, your belief system, the things that you want to espouse. And so often when you're working with outside firms, and I have great respect for the science behind it, but if you end up extracting you to fit a particular model, I mean, it's, you want to write a bestseller, just, you know, you can make up a title and write about something current. It doesn't mean that you have passion behind it. It doesn't mean you have credibility to talk about that. And so it really is a magic formula, but a part of it is it's your individual persona and your voice and not everybody has it. I mean, I, I in, in reflecting maybe some of the thoughts of some of our listeners and viewers right now, uh, how do you find the time in a very successful business? Because that's the, the, the complaint I get a lot. Well, yeah, well, I mean, how do you find the time? You have to make, I mean, this is your business, isn't it? Absolutely. You, you have to... You have to put out the intention that you want to make the time because in any business, I know we're all so busy, you know, family, friends, kids. Some of us are working two jobs, three jobs, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, you've got your hands in everything. But as long as you put out the intention and you have the team and the accountability, like, for example, um, I've been very lucky to have an incredible mentor and coach who makes sure that. When I say something, that I do it, right? Like that I actually do it. And so the videos, um, we batch them up. So every quarter, there's no excuse. On the third Thursday of every quarter, at the end of the quarter, we are going to do all the video content. So that way I, I work my calendar around that date. My whole team is ready for it. I know I'm mentally ready, knowing that no matter what, unless there's an emergency, that's the day we're going to produce content. And then it gets out, sent out to an editor and then it gets batched up. It looks beautiful. And now we have content for the next three months. So there's no excuse saying, oh, I got busy with this. Oh, I got busy with that. It right. didn't matter. You have it and you're ready to go four times a year to create content and just have it for an entire 12 months. I mean, I think that that's, it's, Right. It but, but it also comes down to treating yourself like a client, doesn't it? You know, there's a lot of people, you know, you've got your new book out and I've written some as well. And people talk to me and say, how do you, so you got to treat yourself like a client. That time that you put on the calendar Absolutely. has to be sacrosanct. And Absolutely. so I do it with my team as well. And it's a great message for our audience as well is it's, it's, it's the intentionality, but it's also making it happen. You know, and being able to do the things that people, other people aren't willing to do. My colleague, Rory Vaden, um, a great friend from, from way back in the day, um, wrote a book called Take the Stairs. And it's from the old adage that there is no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs. And, and success in business, as he puts it, is about being willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do. Anybody can do the video doesn't mean everybody's going to be good or everybody has the patience to, to become good at it. But you talked about slogging away for years, whether you're knocking on doors or waiting tables. Um, it, it takes an intentionality, but also takes treating yourself like a client. You got to put it on the calendar and tell your team. It's like you have a meeting with a client. 
Absolutely. I got a meeting with a client. I'm here doing the podcast right now. It, and my, my text messages are going off left and right. I'm not looking at my phone. No, this is on the calendar. This is and, important stuff. And, and I love what you said. It's about treating yourself as a client because you are your most important client, because if you don't have your health, right, then, yep. then we really have nothing. So if you don't take care of yourself, take care of, you know, your business, the way that you want it, you want to, you know, treat it. Um, then nothing else is going to flow the way that you want it to flow. So I, I mean, I just love what you said. Treat yourself like your best client. Like I am actually going to write that down. And, and yeah, it's a well, great part, part of it is, and and I advise because I I lead CEO groups as well. Is is you got to put that on the calendar. Make sure your your team knows that you're meeting with a client and nothing else can happen. And you may be that client. Same thing about writing a book. When you got a deadline, I, I, with my second book, I think I took Fridays off for three months because I had a deadline and I locked myself away and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about intentionality as it pertains to your personal brand, not just the activities that drive it, not just the discipline for the tasks that you have to do, but what is your vision for who you wanted to be in the marketplace? And what are the pieces that you realized you needed to put in place and continue to nurture to be who you want to be to those who, who need to buy what you offer? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so growing up, uh, you know, my, my dad being a janitor, uh, my my uncle was a janitor. I had another uncle who was a mechanic. I grew up not really having mentors of people that I wanted to inspire to be like. Like I love my father, my uncle, and I respect them so much because of their work ethic and the discipline and the 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 poise that they do the work that they do, right? But growing up, I there wasn't someone that I could look up to saying, Wow, Mr. Martinez, that entrepreneur who's so successful. I want to be like Mr. Martinez. There was no Mr. Martinez. And so as I was going through life and I was, especially as I was writing this book, you know, this book is a business book and an inspiration and motivation on how to create a profound, authentic brand. But at the same time, I was thinking, wow, this is the book I wish I had when I was a kid. I think my life would have looked a lot different um, in high school, in college, in junior high. And so um, my whole intention with the Ivan Estrada brand was, you know, I, I want to be that mentor and that that figure to a Latino kid in Compton who, you know, who's being raised by a single mom who wants to be successful, but can't really see that in his community or can't see that within his peers. And hopefully one day he'll see my Instagram and say, wow, Ivan, who came from a family just like I did with 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 low economic means, worked his ass off to get himself through college, yep. right? To, to get to fight for his dreams in real estate, like leaving my accounting and CPA, all of that behind was, that was the biggest risk I ever took. I thought, you know, I'm leaving everything behind going after my dream. And, and for me was, you know, I, I, I admire people like Jay Shetty and Oprah and Tony Robbins and David Meltzer and all these incredible I, to me, I, I don't want to say gurus, but mentors, because they were my mentors on, on YouTube. Yeah. When I was feeling down, when I had no one to talk to, I go on YouTube and I talk to Oprah or Lisa Nichols or Jay Shetty. And I want to be that to some kid out there because I um, who's who from any walk of life. But I, I feel that in my Latino community or communities of color, there's not that much 
um, of, of mentors and people that, that can inspire youth. And I, and I want to be that. And so that's why I wrote the book. That's why I have the courses. That's why I have the podcast. And that's why I'm going to continue writing the next book and the next book and the next course and the next course and continuing to hopefully inspire youth that um, it is possible as long as you have a good work ethic, as long as you believe in yourself, um, and as long as you fight for what you believe in. Once again, the book is called Brand with Purpose by Ivan Estrada. Uh, Ivan, if people want to get in touch with you and learn more about you and your business, how do they get in touch with you? Absolutely. So um, the best way is probably my website. It's www.ivanestrada.com. Um, on Instagram, it's at Ivan Estrada Properties. Um, and the brand with ecosystem, which is the book, the courses, the podcast, and we're going to have other services coming soon. It's at the real brand with. Perfect. One last thing before we're done here, talk a little bit about the importance, and you're still a young man, uh, about the importance of perseverance. I mean, let, let's get beyond the, uh, the motivational aspect of it, but the nuts and bolts of what it takes to create, uh, to envision and create and foster a sustainable personal brand. You can have a vision. A lot of people have ideas for it. They set up a blog, they do it twice and they never come back. Um, it's hard. It's, it's hard to hard. discipline yourself to it because you have a lot of other competing things in your life, but you got to have a long view and you don't want to be a flash in the pan. You want to be a bigger deal every year. And most people are not. Talk to me about perseverance. So th that's such a good question um, because that's, that's still a struggle, right? I think for all of us as human, especially as us. a, as a, you know, wanting to be a high performer at all times, it really drills down to the people that I surround myself with. Um, the mentors that I have, I, you know, every year I have so many great acquaintances, but for me, it's, you know, we, and we've heard this many times. It's like, you become the top five people that you hang out with. And so, um, you know, I just joined this great group. It's called EO. Um, and I just met them for the first time yesterday. And I, for the first time I felt, wow, I'm in a table of my people, of my tribe, of people who understand yep. what I'm dealing with on a daily basis and who are going to be there to help me when I'm down, to help to keep me accountable on the things that I say I want to do, right? Because I think with so much, uh, so many options out there, right? Especially, you know, with social media and we get distracted by family and friends and vacations and whatnot. Um, you know, I think having a set group of people who are there for you, who understand you and who understand the legacy that you want to leave behind that could keep you accountable to, to hold your hand when you're scared, right? We all get scared or to push you when you're close to the finish line and you feel like you can't make it, but then there, then there's your people, right? Your, your, your clan, your, your tribe, who's there to say, Ivan, you can do it, right? David, you can do it. It's just, you're, you're right there. You just got to push a little bit more, right? So I think it, it all comes down to the people that you surround yourself with, the mediums and media that you allow to get into your mindset, right? You got to keep that, comp, that mindset of, of clarity and it's so much stuff out there as well. It's like, you got to stand guard at your own mind, right? And so I think those two things is what's really, what continues to help me and the things that I go back to when I feel like things are shaky. Congratulations on all your success. Um, looking forward to seeing you on the, 
the TV shows that you have now, the ones that you've got coming in the future, I think the future is is bright. And uh, I, I love connecting with with fellow entrepreneurs and people who have who have that that something where they've they've been able to tap into whether it's the new vehicles and venues and mindset. And I think it's good lessons for all of us. Ivan Estrada, thanks for being with us here today. Hang on, because we're going to talk really quickly on the other side of this as well. Uh, remind everybody that this podcast is sponsored in part by the Customer Experience Advantage Morning Huddle. You know, some of the most innovative solutions to your biggest customer-facing challenges are likely found within the creative minds of your own people. It's there in your own team. You hired them. Let me contribute to your Morning Huddle conversation with your team. You can learn more about membership in this powerful global initiative. Help boost your customer experience internally by visiting customerexperienceadvantage.com. All of my books, which you can see strategically located next to my head, uh, are available on amazon.com, including my new book, which is called The Morning Huddle. Powerful customer experience conversations to wake you up and shake you up and win more business. Be sure to click to like this podcast, subscribe, leave your comments below, and click the little bell icon to receive notifications of new episodes. You can learn more about my keynote speaking, my consulting at davidaverin.com. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Customer Experience Advantage podcast. Check out past episodes, leave a comment. Big thanks to my guest, Ivan Estrada. It's David Averin. Be good. This has been the Customer Experience Advantage podcast with David Averin. Feel free to leave a comment and be sure to hit the thumbs up button. You can listen to past episodes and be notified of future ones by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. David's popular marketing and customer experience books are available in print as well as Kindle and audiobook and published in multiple languages around the world. You can stay connected and learn more at davidaverin.com. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.